0: Hello, Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For almost 20 years, I made up a new story for my children every night at bedtime. Many of those stories were recorded, and now I'd like to share the very best of those with you. I hope you enjoy these stories for wonderful children.
1: through much of the rest of the day. The roadrunner never moved from its perch, although it did curl up and sleep for a while. Tammy and her mother watched it intensely. After its strange behavior, they kept wondering what it would do next. It never seemed to do anything but stare steadily south, and so they flew on. Tammy read the portion of her book about roadrunners. She learned about what they ate, about how fast they could run, and she didn't find anything that would explain why one would jump into a hot air balloon. Towards mid afternoon, her mommy pointed and said, What's that? Each time I got out the binoculars, and she could see that there was an old abandoned fort up ahead. She said, Shall we stop and explore it, mommy? Mom said, I don't know, we've got such a good wind right now. But as Timmy was looking at it, she saw a glint. She said, there's something in there. Maybe it's not abandoned. Well, then we shouldn't go down, said her, We don't want to bother anyone. It belongs to someone. All right, said Timmy. But just then the Roadrunner finally stirred out of its stillness. It began hopping up and down, saying, eep, eep. Eep, deep, deep, deep. I think it wants us to go down. I said Tammy. I don't care, said her mommy. I don't take directions on this trip from the roadrunner. If he wants to come along for a ride, that's fine. But just then, just as they were just about over the fort, the wind stopped. They tried going up, still nothing. They tried going down, still nothing. The wind was just gone. Well, I suppose we might as well land. So they pulled the flap to let some of the hot air out of the balloon. They slowly drifted down to the ground, staked the balloon to the ground. They all got out. The roadrunner hopped out immediately and stood looking at them. Then it began to walk into the fort. Tammy and Mommy looked at each other and shrugged. They were sort of curious what the glint was that they had seen. Walk. A run walk so they followed the roadrunner in they went through the gates of the old fort and looked around but they didn't see anything in the courtyard that was shiny or metal it was all the walls of the fort were made out of mud essentially the buildings were made out of and the inside were sort of mud and wood together sort of an adobe kind of thing they explored for a couple minutes and she looked behind the biggest sort of central building of the fort, and there she said, Hey, come here, mommy. The mommy came around and she saw that there were several soda cans, and that must have been what was reflecting in the light. But she and her mommy just stared because the soda cans had been built into the shape of a metallic. Roadrunner. Well, said her mommy, that's not something I've ever seen before. The Roadrunner came around the corner and it seemed very excited. Beep, 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 it said. Hmm, maybe it thinks it's a long lost relative, said Tammy. You think we should take it with us? I don't know, let's finish exploring first, said her mommy. They went to the rest of the buildings in the fort, but they didn't find anyone. And they they still had no other clues as to where the soda can roadrunner had come from. The roadrunner did not follow them as they explored the rest of the fort. It just stood there, looking at the metal roadrunner, continuing to go
0: eep, eep beep beep eep.
1: They tried to walk back to the balloon, but the roadrunner ran over and ran back and forth in front of them, flapping its wings, sounding eep, eep, eep. If I didn't know better, said Tammy's mommy, I'd think it sounded angry. I think he wants us to take the sculpture with us. Well, I guess it's not very heavy, said Molly. So they went back, they lifted it. The Roadrunner immediately stopped eeping and ran and hopped back into the hot air balloon's basket. Hmm. All right, well, let's go. They took the Roadrunner sculpture. When they got there, they put it at the end of the basket where the Roadrunner had been standing, so that it was sort of at the front. Sort of like a masthead on a ship, said Tammy. They tied it on and got into the the balloon and took off again. As soon as they were in the air, a strong wind sprang up again, blowing them to the south. And they made good time for the rest of that evening until the sun set and they landed for dinner and a good night's sleep. They were lucky that as they came down, They saw a couple rabbits, and so they had rabbit stew for dinner, which was quite good, along with some dried vegetables that they had brought. Oh, that was good, she said. After their tummies were full, even the roadrunner had eaten some of the stew. Yeah, said Tammy Swami, but I'm looking forward to once we get a little further south and there are more fruit trees, hoping we come across some mango trees. Eep, said the roadrunner. You know, we can't just call him Roadrunner. What do you think we ought to call him? Weirdo, because of his. that statue? That doesn't seem like a very nice name, said Tammy's mommy. Tammy thought about it for a minute. Now, if you were Tammy, what would you name the Roadrunner? I'm thinking. Was it a boy or a girl? I didn't know how to tell. Actually, you know what? Tammy did know how to tell, because she'd read that, uh. she'd read that book. About roadrunners, so she checked and she said she thought it was a male. Okay. I was thinking about something like Lorenz, Lorenzo. Lorenzo, the roadrunner, great name. Tammy's mommy thought so too, and so they made it official. The bird said "eep" for its part, and they all bedded down to get a good
0: night's sleep. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin reminding you to tell someone you love a story.